We're ready. We're back in this bitch. We're back in that thing. We're back in that thing. Yes, we're back. The bitch is back. I haven't been on here because Nick has abandoned me for other people for the podcast. The fuck I have. You don't ever feel like doing it. Let's not even get into it. I ain't fucking with you like that today. You How about to try to blame it on me and say I don't feel like doing it? Uh, we both kind of hadn't. Right. Okay. I was so, out to We needed a change of scenery with like where we record, honestly. I think recording in the same spot all the time is fucking unhealthy. You know what I mean? So we switched it up and moved back to the living room like we did. <laughs> I just feel like recording in the same spot, no shit. Like, I think it fucks with me a little bit. Everything fucks with you. Well, I mean... Yeah, like this fucking guy outside last night when I was leaving to go to do the open mic. That was just very weird. I wish I knew who it, who that was. I can't accurately describe it because like God, it. He's a meth head. Yeah, he's a meth head. <laughs> I was leaving Dorian's to go do an open mic at Marty's last night, um, and did all new material and did very subpar. So you know. <laughs> I'm just gonna still keep at it. It just, you know, you just what you do. Continue to embarrass yourself. So I'm saying I'm gonna still keep at it. I've been doing comedy seven years and know I'm good at it. <laughs> um, there were there were some new comics there last night, and God bless them. You know, um, one of them. I wish I still had that enthusiasm that you have when you first start comedy because they still have it. They still have a lot in their eyes that is gonna die out uh eventually you know and dead inside like you well yeah well one of them introduced himself to me a very nice guy mm-hmm. um forgot his name I'm, I'm not good with names i forgot his fucking name i sound like such a fucking dick like i'm just trying no, to i forget people's names well i time. mean but it sounds like me Unless personally you, like three times like if he were listening to this though mm-hmm. it would sound like i was being like oh i just brought that up to be like hey i just i didn't remember this new comic's name because i don't give a fuck I you know, take it like that. I know, but I think maybe I'm getting in my own head a little bit, and it's kind of. But like, I if I heard a a, a a comic, if I had just started, and I went to meet a new comic, mm-hmm. or I went to meet a comic that had been doing it for as long as I have, mm-hmm. and I listened to his podcast, and he brought me up and said that I would feel that way about it is what I'm getting at. Okay. Anyway, though, the guy introduced himself to me. We were talking, blah blah. blah. He's like, "How long have you done it?" And I'm like, seven years. And he's like, oh, cool. I was like, yeah. I was like, is it, though? <laughs> I was like, is it cool? Because I'm still, you know, we're, you just started. Mm-hmm. We're both doing the same thing right now. So, mm-hmm. like, is it, is it cool that, you know? And he was like, I think it is. And I was like, well, thanks, man. I was like, I, I was like, you probably will change your mind about it and think I'm a loser five years from now. But I appreciate, I like your enthusiasm and I appreciate that. And uh, he just kind of like, I think I'm done talking to this guy. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> and that's what I do to people. I wear them down until they don't like me anymore. And that's that. That's just who I am. I'm surprised you're still with me. It's been a challenge getting you to stay with me because I'm fucking exhausting <laughs> to be around. I know this about myself. Oh, my God. And you know it because you're laughing about it. Like, you know goddamn well because you think it's funny. That, that is the reason. I'm going to fucking laughing. kill myself. I mean, that honestly is the reason that I'm laughing. But, I mean, I'm not, 
I wouldn't agree with you in that way because it makes it sound like you're just some sucky asshole. Nick is not a sucky asshole. He's not a draining person. He's just very in his head about everything and he needs to learn to relax like I tell him this all the time just like when we go to watch our shows and stuff like we have our routine where we'll watch a true crime daily yeah like sometimes okay for example Mm -hmm. I know what you're getting at last night got back from the open mic oh yeah I should probably tell that I'll tell that story after this because I I like where you're getting I'll talk about the method later it's really not that interesting honestly I think it is you should tell it I will but I want to do this first we'll talk I know what you're getting at Last night, get back from the open night. I'm pretty tired, and I, dr- I had drank three fucking caffeine energy drinks that day, including before I left to go to the mic. So I was a little wound up, had a little bit of anxiety. Not wired because I was tired and wanted to go to sleep, mm-hmm. but it was like a mixture of being fucking drained and tired on top of being a little bit a- a- anxiety ridden so from the had caffeine. A long day yesterday, anyway, though. Yes, I, yeah. Like from early to end. So we're laying there, and I'm like, I'm exhausted. Uh, do you just want to watch a true crime daily, which is what I talk about in here all the time. It's little 25-minute videos about, yeah. it's a little true crime vignettes, basically. Yeah. about like a mini documentary. Mini documentaries about cri- like crimes that have gone on in the U.S. Chris Hansen doesn't like. There's different reporters, but it's on a channel he works for now. It's a Elizabeth it's a public. Smart is on there. She's a correspondent. Elizabeth Smart was on there. If you remember her from when she got abducted mm-hmm. by the guy who thought he was Jesus back in the early 2000s. What's the guy who got killed with um, Nicole Brown Simpson? Ronald sister. Goldman. Yeah, Ron- Ronald Goldman's sister also is a um, correspondent. Yeah, they got the uh, the trauma crew up in there. The mm-hmm. people that have just seen the worst of the fucking worst. I remember when I first told you that was her. He was like, "Well, she looks like him." I'm like, yeah, that's his sister. Anyway, I though. I think you asked me how I knew. This is what this show it. does. I trail off and then forget what I was originally <laughs> talking about. But I was like, do you want to watch a true crime daily? And you you were like, uh, well, can we watch Stranger Things? Which we started and we both like. I love this show. I that's think it's good. Show it's good, but I get... It's number two for me. I would say Righteous Gemstones is my favorite right now on TV. Then, yeah. um, That's my girl. What is it? Which, oh, Stranger Things. And then, of course, I like Power. And I'm kind of getting Nick into Power a yeah. little bit. Kind of makes me want to start it now. So I'm officially black. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say that if I ever want to audition for SNL. There, there I just signed my fucking death warrant. <laughs> um, anyway, I was like, I don't really want to. I was like, I'm not really in the headspace to watch it. <laughs> Which what I meant was like I, sometimes there's certain shows that like I'm just not in the mood for, mm-hmm. and it's like draining almost to watch it, even though I like it. Um. Okay. So it's draining in a way to where it's like you feel like it's work for you to watch <laughs> a TV show. Like it's a job. It's <laughs> all your energy, and it makes you so. Be- beat down being unemployed watching a show being unemployed and <laughs> saying that on top of it makes me sound like the fucking laziest sack of shit That's why I on the face of the you. world like nick would pick me up from work and he was like oh i'm so tired and i just look at him like what are you tired from i'm like mentally work mentally like and also like i'm i'm, I'm stressed because i'm at a point now where I'm not wanting to spend all this money that I have put back that I'm currently paying bills with mm-hmm. um, because I want to have something to retire on. And I know the way things are for me. I'm not going to ever have a job with a 401k probably. 
I, it's going to be impossible for me to fucking retire. I have a 401k. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't have, like... I don't think I'll ever be able to fucking retire happily with a job. I don't think a job is ever going to give me a, a, a retirement. And we're off the rug carpet for a retirement for me. Well, the beginning there is that you don't have faith that you will. You have to have faith that these, these things will happen. Okay. But I don't, and <laughs> that's why I'm drained all the time. But you just I mean, need to learn to relax. Well, if my if things go the way I want to, everything is not going to go the way. Well, I mean, if to. if things go the way like I'm working on building for myself, I'd like to make money doing something creative, like stand up and 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 podcasting. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds silly, and people shit on podcasts all the time. I like doing it. I don't though. think it's silly at all. No, but people do think it is. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, I know, but people think it's silly. I don't give a fuck that fuck they do. People. I know, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I know, I acknowledge that, okay. but I don't care because I like doing it. Mm-hmm. And people like listening to it. Mm-hmm. People like podcasts. There's a market for it. Right. And I'm at a point in my career as being a creative person to where I have to monetize my work that I've put into it. Mm-hmm. I've put seven years of work into it. I've nearly put a fucking deck. Next year will be eight years of me doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got to have something to show for it. Yeah. And I've got to make some kind of fucking living off of it. So that's what this is. That's why I do it. And that's that, you know. Um, and I don't really give a fuck. Uh, I don't think people really do have a problem with it that much. But it is, uh, a, like, who doesn't have a podcast now? That's true. There are people that have no fucking right to have one. Maybe me included. I know people like this, though, so I keep doing it. And I enjoy doing it. I like doing it. I love doing this podcast. Yeah. It's, it's you know, like, it's something me and you do together, and I, I love it. You know, I like, I just like it. So, there, that's that. I don't know why I'm into that. I guess I can talk about the meth head now. <laughs> yeah, I think you should talk about that. Um, Well, I was leaving to go do the mic last night. I was leaving Dorian's. I walked downstairs. Dorian lives on the top floor. The very, very top floor. The, the very top floor. So, I get to the bottom, get in my car, crank the car, headlights turn on. Some meth head walks out and leans against the railing on the apartment my car is facing at and is just staring at me, giving me this ugly look. I roll the window down. I'm like, yeah? Not like, not confrontational, just kind of like, hey, I, did you need something? Mm-hmm. Earnestly, do you need something? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was a little bothered by it, but I wasn't confrontational. Really. I was like, do you need something? Mm-hmm. And I, he was like, you waiting on somebody? I was like, no, I stay here. My girlfriend stays there. I stay with my girlfriend every night here. No, I'm not waiting on somebody. I'm getting in my car leaving, and I'm looking for something to listen to on my phone right now. And instead of driving and doing it and fucking around on my phone, I'm doing it so I don't have a fucking wreck, you know? Like, and he just, like, I didn't say all that to him. I was just like, kind of explain what I was doing. Yeah. I don't have to, like, a time, I'm not on your fucking time limit. You don't have to explain shit. I I shouldn't have, but it was weird, and I don't like being stared at like that. And it's like, I'm not on your fucking time. I don't have, like, as soon as I crank my car, there isn't a timer going off for when I can fucking leave. If I want to fucking do it. I wasn't it, down there, because I would have cursed him out. If I want to, I'll sit in my car all fucking night, asshole. Right. And I'm sure he doesn't even live here. He probably was at someone's house, or if he does. He probably steals pills there. from the old lady downstairs, probably is what it does. is. Steals pills. A she's a fucking bitch, <laughs> yes. I know she's old, but it's like, she didn't want to speak to me the other night. She said it, but she just looked at me like she had an attitude. But if it's me alone, she's like, oh, hey, baby. I don't, give a, I don't give a fuck about her. She That's is a fuck. She's racist. She's racist that me and you are together. That's what yeah. exactly what it is. Uh, and I, I don't give a fuck. I, I don't like that bitch. Uh, she can. She can. <laughs> 
She can go ahead and kick <laughs> the fucking. Forgot with her bitches, but she is a bitch. She can She's kick the bucket. Old bitch. I swear to God, Dorian, I'm not trying to be mean. I don't care if that bitch dies. She can't walk. I've seen her walking up the hill from Wendy's before. She has all these relationships with all these crackheads and pill heads and meth heads around. But they're here. there for oh, her pain pills. It is. House. You can right. look at I, as somebody who used to do drugs. I want kn- some coffee, and they're white. It's my whole thing that I don't get with her. And I be want to ask her so bad. She don't like that. What is your issue, bitch? Well, see, I don't... Her, her thing is this. I don't like it when black and white people date. But as long as middle-aged white dudes are raiding my cabinets for Oxycontin, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> I like it when they steal from me and steal medication I need for cancer. So that's that's her philosophy. So, I mean, that's I, I guess you got to respect that. She can kiss my ass. I don't think she'd be able to. Her moving seems like it break every bone in her fucking body. (laughs) And she wears this same annoying dress that she wears literally all the time. It's like a nightgown that she wears outside that she wears as her everyday dress. Oh, imagine how that smells. dusty ass sneakers. And I'm sure it smells bad because her apartment smells bad when she has the door wide. Yeah, it's just this awful cooking. Yes. I'm like, what are you doing? Are you cooking a chicken in there that you haven't like de-plucked or anything? It's like still feathers and everything. She's probably been here since this apartment complex opened. Oh, imagine living here that long. This place is like (laughs) fucking Alcatraz. This place is awful. Fuck, I hate being here. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I'm glad I'm here with you, mm-hmm. but imagine in living here for... Uh, I mean, I've lived here almost three years. Like, <laughs> my experience is... It has AC, so that's it's fine. It's not horrible to me because I like my actual apartment. Yeah. But the people sometimes in the neighborhood gets to me. And then the way that the management is going down, the upkeep is going down. It wasn't like that when I first got here. And that kind of just irritates me a little bit. It's fucking terrible. I hate this fucking place. Um, I don't know. Like, it makes me nauseous being here sometimes. Like the people around. Really? Here. Yeah. You don't feel nauseous being next door to you know who? No, I don't like where I live either. <laughs> That's why I'm never there. I like that there's AC here, which you know. It is officially fall, baby. 104 degrees today. Fall. We're going <laughs> to fucking die. We are dying. The, yeah, the, this fucking I've world like is sizzling. Huh? I felt like I was dead the past three weeks with my um, health and everything. It's fucking awful. It, it is awful. Like, yeah. it just, is it going to get cold ever or cool off at all? I'll take 80 degrees. I'll take 90 degrees anyway. Like That's why I really hope it's cold when we go to New York. I it will experience be. experience like the actual New York experience. Yeah. Like, I want to wear my scarves and my coats and sweaters and my Gucci belts and yeah. all of that. We're almost there. We're almost, we're almost at it, and it's <laughs> fucking 100-something degrees. New York gets hot as fuck, too. Really? Mm-hmm. So hopefully it's cooled off by then. I I, I, I don't know. I'm going to have to look at the weather forecast like an old-ass man to know what the <laughs> fuck to bring. Because if I bring winter clothes, I'm fucked. I'm going to bring, like, fall-type stuff, but yeah. a mix of it. Yeah, do that. I'm going to mix and match my purses also. I'm going to bring my YSL clutch for dinner. Oh, God. I told Nick I wanted to go to the Wendy Williams show because her tickets are free. And he was like, oh, God. I didn't say I that. I go to that bitch's show. She's a black whore with big boobs. 
<laughs> Fake boobs. That's I didn't say a word of that. <laughs> no, he didn't, but he was just like, See, oh, you just lied. Oh, oh, oh. And I'm like, that's how I feel when you talk about comedy. When I have to watch your comedy shit, I feel like, oh. How often oh, do we watch comedy oh. shit, though? Now, in the car, I'll listen to podcasts, but I don't ever put comedy on here, really. <sighs> you watched the Dave Chappelle thing. We watched something with Bill Burr, but I like Bill you Burr. You like Bill like, Burr, though. And you like uh, the Chappelle thing. Yeah. I guess, I don't know. It's like certain things that you'll watch sometimes that I'm not into. Like, whatever that boring-ass movie was we watched the other night, that was supposed to be as good as Good Time, it was not a good time. Oh, heaven knows what. That's a not a comedy time. movie. That was a Safety Brothers movie. I mean, I, see, when I say comedy, I mean all of, like, your little... Weird, Even if it has nothing to do with comedy? that you're into. Well, sometimes we're going to watch something and it's going to be a miss. I didn't hate heaven knows I what, though. Like you never give me a chance to... Show you what I am into. Well, look, I, I probably could be better about that, but some of it is like Lifetime made for TV movies. What if we watched that was Lifetime made for TV movies? Well, that what was that one movie? Uh, Acrimony. Didn't you watch that? Or want to watch that with you? But I have seen. But it. stuff. Why? I'm just saying generally a lot of it. That I'm just like seeing, I'm like, that reminds me of a made-for-TV Lifetime movie. Like, But I, I probably could be better about it. You're right. That's only fair. You could be. You should it's be. Only be. It's only fair. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. That's all I ask for. Fairness, bitch. I know. I agree be with that. Be fucking fair. Okay? I agree with you. I agree. Um, what did you want to talk about, though? You had a few things on the <laughs> yeah, docket. Well, I just said I want to talk about, like, it's just crazy because, okay, I've been seeing my doctors. I have, like, a team of doctors because I have lupus. I have high blood pressure, and I have um, <laughs> thyroid issues. <laughs> I just sound completely fucked up. I didn't up. know the last one. I the thyroid issues. Yeah, I don't really um, talk about that too much anymore because it doesn't – the lupus caused the thyroid issues. Yeah, so, so you just like can include hand. it. Yeah. yeah. But um, – and that's been under control for years. But – I went there today and, you know, I saw all of them and they were all talking about like, oh, you look so gorgeous as always. And they were asking about Nick because I have like relationships with my doctors because they've known me since I was a teenager. And so Nick was like, um, asked about me. I'm like, yeah, they always ask about you. You're a part of my life. Like, that's just the way that I am. I'm an open book. So most people know certain things about my life, not everything. But anyway, um... I was talking to them about how I haven't been feeling well lately. My energy has been like really low for like maybe the past month. And they asked about my job and how things were going there. And I'm like, well, uh, it's going okay. It's just, you know, I work 10 hours and it's kind of draining. I'm off three days, so that's good. But the job is mentally draining. And so they said they felt like that could be contributing to the reason why I don't have energy and just feel so like draggish and all of that. And so they were like, well, when you're off work, like, what do you do? I'm like, well, me and Nick will, like, go to a movie. Sometimes we'll go out to eat, and I spend time with him, and I enjoy that. So on my off days, I said, for the most part, I'm pretty much happy. It's just when I work, I feel miserable. And so they brought up, like, doing more things like trips and going out with, like, friends and stuff like that. So I brought up us going to New York, and it just kind of made me think from the conversation I had with them. It's like... Even if you don't have a lot of money, even if you're not rich, 
don't just spend your whole life just working and paying bills. Like, yeah. You have to do something outside of that. And it I fucks with like, your health. Yeah. And I feel like I've gotten into a routine with that because I've always had to take care of myself. So I'm not saying I want somebody to just, you know, pay all my bills and stuff. It's just I've always had to be self-sufficient. So I don't know any other way to be besides go to work, pay my bills, and make sure I have somewhere to live and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I feel like I need to learn to let go more. I need to learn to buy myself more things. Not saying even if it makes me broke. It's just I've been very frugal lately when it comes to, like, handling my business. Yeah. And I'm glad that we are going to New York, you know, and I'm going to live it up and have fun. I'm going to start to actually do more things outside of just work, work, work. Yeah. Well, you should. I think that, uh, I think something me and you both could probably work on is being more social, I guess. But that's the thing, though. Like, I am a social person and I have I mean, friends, but they all have children. Yeah. Everybody's married. I mean, you know, maybe we'll take a lift to a bar and have a drink. Not get fucking wasted. Like, I think we should start doing more things. I like think we that. should do that, too, yeah. because last night at the mic, mm -hmm. I found out that maybe the perception of me from other people that go to the open mic is that. Mm -hmm. I go in the mic, go up first, and leave. Mm -hmm. And that I don't want anything to do with these people. That's not the case. It's just used to... When I started comedy, I was drinking. Yeah. And that made me more social, mm -hmm. and I would talk to people. I was, like, more... You know, I would do things. Like, I would drink, go be yeah. social, and do things, and mm -hmm. talk to people, and yeah. fuck around, cut up, have a good time. Yeah. Uh, and since I've quit... It takes that part of it from me. And honestly, I need to figure a way out where I can be social and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I actually last night did okay with that. Mm -hmm. um, but I have like, I think it's given me like crippling social anxiety quitting drinking. Because mm -hmm. since I've quit drinking, I'll go to these open mics and I just feel like I don't know what to say to people sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, People, everybody there last night, nicest people in the fucking world. I, there wasn't one person there that I have any ill will towards. Mm -hmm. And, but some people will talk to me and say something to me, and I literally just don't know what to say back sometimes. Mm -hmm. if that Does that make sense? Yeah. And I feel like not having anything to say back to them, if I don't say anything back, that equals, oh, this guy's an asshole. Fuck this guy. What a piece of shit. Fuck him. This guy yeah. fucking hates me. How fucking rude. Yeah. But really, it's just, uh, I don't think it's people think that way, I guess. I feel like you're very harsh on yourself and people's opinion of you. Yeah, because... And I don't think people look at you the way that you think that they view you. Yeah, I don't know. I Sometimes I don't, sometimes I do. Mm -hmm. And... A lot of times it doesn't bother me. A lot of times I don't care. But sometimes I do. Uh, when I'm out like that, I do. Yeah. I'm there to make people like me, uh, essentially. Um, but last night I, I did. I stayed a little longer, watched some people's sets. I'd been told by a few comics that uh, I guess it bothers them that I don't watch their set. But the thing is, too, is I I don't care if anybody watches mine. I want people to watch it, but I don't care if my like close comedy friends go out and smoke or something during my set. It doesn't bother that. That's just me. You don't care if your peers go outside, right? 
and which is kind of weird because of what I just said and how I feel about like mm-hmm. what people think of me. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that doesn't bother me. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It, it's it you can't you can't please everybody. Uh, I certainly can't. But yeah, taking drinking out of the equation with doing comedy has made it made the socializing part harder for me. I've been told by a few people my comedy's gotten better and more sharp since I quit drinking. Mm-hmm. Which is probably true. Yeah. Um that I bring this up a lot, but that headline and set I did back in Tuscaloosa a few months back is the best set I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh just start to finish fucking fun. And that made me want to record an album so bad. I'm I'm gonna do it next year, I think. I'm I'm gonna look into what what I need to do to get the ball rolling on that because I want a body of, I want my body of work on a fucking something, you know, uh, uh, documented. Mm-hmm. I might film it, film it and record it. I'd like to have a special with an album, like a, a stand up special, because when you have a stand up special recorded, you can sell it to like. You can pitch it around to people mm-hmm. that might want it. If it goes well, it could be on Amazon Prime or something. You know. I hope it does. I'm tired of fucking working. I'm ready to be a housewife. Oh, but make no mistake about it. That if like a streaming service bought a special I did, it wouldn't like make us millionaires. Well, I mean, I'm not just saying that. I'm just letting you know that that's what I want for my future. I, I would love I that. To be a housewife. I would love to be financially stable enough to make you a housewife. Thank you. But you can't turn a hoe into a housewife, so we're going to have that, that obstacle know. to leap over. <laughs> go there. I'm just fucking because with you. you had a hoe the other day in the gas station that was after you. <laughs> well, to hang out. I was just, I mean, like, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm fucking with you when I say I that. I know. Got to make jokes, baby. It's, <laughs> that joke was one of those they call punching down. Punching down. Which is a problem people have now, because, uh... A very funny comedian, Shane Gillis, lost job on Saturday Night Live. If you're listening to this, if you're not familiar with Shane's work, don't rush to judgment on the guy so much. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, the guy is not a racist. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Now, he has often made jokes that have missed the mark, mm-hmm. but it's on a podcast. I've done that plenty of times on here. Yeah. Uh, I think he'd tell you before anybody else that he did. He lost a job over it, uh, and it just bothers me a little bit because it, it started this this civil discourse, or not civil discourse. Oh, wow. Didn't mean to fucking use that because it's definitely not what the <laughs> fuck it is. But it started this like war between two camps of comedians on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Patton Oswalt, Patton Oswalt used to be like my favorite comedian. His first few albums are still some of the best comedy albums out. Like still, like I still like all timers for me. Werewolves and Lollipops, which is one of his albums, is one of the funniest comedy albums ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he he is I don't know he he he's taken the super woke performative wokeness stand, and I just think when you're at the level Patton Oswalt is, where you have millions and millions of followers, you're at that peak of success as a comedian. You are in the Hall of Fame now of comedians. I think it is such a shitty thing to do to openly mouth off and shit on a fucking up-and-coming comic. 
I think you just don't do that, and that's so spineless and something a fucking rat does. Which makes sense. He was Ratatouille in the movie Ratatouille. He did the voice of Ratatouille. Ratatouille. It's a Pixar movie. He played a rat that's a that's a chef. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, not judging that. I mean, no, get the get that money, you know, like, and like chef rat, but rat chef. Like comedians like him and Paul F. Tompkins, and these comedians I used to just fucking love, like have all shit on this guy without being familiar with his work. They saw one clip from a podcast that, if you didn't know his body of work, comes off pretty fucking bad, and just mouthed off about it on Twitter, and it's like, just, sh- you know what you could do? Shut the fuck up. It's just not say-, say anything about it at all. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think it was incredibly shitty. I mean, it made me just respect Pat Oswalt and Paul F. Tompkins so much less. And with Paul F. Tompkins, I've been kind of keeping to myself but i'm just starting to really not fucking like that guy he's a comedian that's just a fucking snob he dresses like a goddamn magician and he just if it's something he doesn't think funny he'll openly fucking mock it and just like act like he's above it and uh i just don't i don't know man like it rubs me the wrong way he comes off as a fucking snob and i just it it bothers me (laughs) like i just don't i don't like the fucking guy and uh I just think it's such a fucking cowardly move to do that to an up-and-comer. Yeah. Like, I mean, it. if I were in that position that Shane was in, mm-hmm. and I lost the job that would be, despite your feelings about SNL, that is a big deal to get. It Now, SNL sucks ass now. It's terrible. But if it was offered, I would take it just to say... Just to go say I did it, I would know for a fact I wouldn't last more than one season if I made it through the whole season. I've heard how grueling the work is there. It sounds like a job you go just to get a good paycheck. Mm-hmm. For me, anyway. Some people, that's their dream job. But to me, it just sounds like one of those jobs. Like, I hate this, but it pays so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not a dream job. That's you just doing what you were doing at a 9 to 5, except at a higher pay rate. And now you're on a fucking... Very big stage where people see you. Yeah. I think it's fucked up, though. Um, I don't think he should have lost the job, but when I did see that Shane got hired by them, I immediately thought, oh, he's not going to be funny anymore. That's I was like, that sucks. I really like Shane. Uh, that sucks that SNL hired him for me, selfishly, because that's going to uh, deprive us of shit that's funny that he would have been doing otherwise on his own, mm-hmm. which he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Like he, if he started a Patreon now, he could live off that. Like just from support of people that think it's bullshit that he got fucking fired. Yeah. Probably would make more money than SN than he did on SNL if he started a Patreon. If we're being honest, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, people automatically jump to assumptions that you're a fucking racist or defending a homophobe because you defend Shane Gill. It's like, no, I'm defending. I'm not defending anything he fucking said. I'm defending. The fact that I know he's a good comedian and I know it wasn't coming from a place of fucking hatred. And I know that. I know he's not a fucking white supremacist. It's all I'm saying. I'm saying I know that he's not that and that he's funny and that it's just such a weak-ass move to attack a comedian as a comedian to me. I just think it... it, A comedian... Like I don't know. I I say that and I've done it. I've shit on comedians I don't like and called out comedians I don't like. So I guess that does make me a little bit of a hypocrite. 
It just sounds like you said you shit on coming. <laughs> it's hard. Like, I don't know. It's hard. It's just such a fucking gray area, I guess. It's not really black and white. Um, I'm not claiming to be a perfect person either, but just something about this, I can't put it in the fucking words what bothers me about it, but it does. I can't help that it bothers me. It annoys me to the fucking no end. Other comics piling on to this shit. It seems more performative to me. It seems like they're out for blood more than... It seems like for them it's just like, oh, this is a victory for me that I got this guy to lose his job more than I just saved us from racism. Racism's over. Yeah. Um, and that's not what it is, and you know goddamn well that's not what it is. You're doing it because you're a fucking professional tattletale. <laughs> There's this fucking guy, Seth Simons. Did I show you that fucking video? Mm-mm. Oh, God. I'm going to play it on here, actually. Okay. There's a guy, he, he 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 dug up shit from Shane's podcast and, 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 and initially started this whole campaign to get him to lose his job at SNL. And congrats, Seth. That's what you're known for now. You're known for being a guy that fucking got a dude to lose his job. So good job on that. You will be known for nothing else but being a professional fucking tattletale. Oh, and this terrible video that you did right here. <laughs> This is spoken bird poetry. Hello, I'm Seth Simons. Oh, you do uh, some of this project. This is a spoken bird poem. It's called Bird. Eagle, eagle, eagle. Thank you. That last one was a mockingbird imitating an eagle. God bless America. Fuck you. God. So let me t- say something about that. Please, please. Before you closed it out. Go back. Go back. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you see where the name of his um the name of his channel is? 34th Street Magazine. I don't think that's his channel. I think it's Oh, it's somebody else's. Yeah, and it has eighteen thousand views. Make no mistake about it, it's because of People, say, people hate watching it. His subscribers, but I guess since it's not his page, like, it's not. Whatever that is, if you don't see like you know, I usually say twelve million subscribers, blah blah blah. Yeah. Okay, so never mind. I guess my point won't be made because it's not his page. Well, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say he's trying to hide that he doesn't have any real followers. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see. All these are all the comments on it are. Uh, how can Shane Gillis compete with this kind of material? Mm-hmm. All sarcastic, obviously. <laughs> Remember, this guy's an authority figure on what's funny. Ha ha, bird does rhyme with word. <laughs> yep, the super woke comics are never funny. By the way, these people will be the vanguard of our upcoming dystopia. I mean, here's the thing, too, is like, I get that a lot of fans of, of comedy that are like against the super woke shit are annoying. I'm not saying that I agree with everything these assholes say. Sure, some of them probably are racist even. Mm. But that it, it, it we're, we live in a fucking society where like there's all kinds of people out there and you can't change that. Right. Uh, it's not black and white. It's fucking, it's a gray area. The guy's not racist. The guy's funny. He got a job because he's funny and y'all took that from him because you don't like him. It's not because you were on a crusade to save people from ra- people that were racist against Chinese people. It's because you were mad. You, you he reminded you of a dude that was always like maybe mean to you in high school, 
and it, you got some kind of fucking pleasure out of taking that from him. Yeah. You 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 attach that that hatred you had for whoever bullied you in high school to him, and you put it on him, mm-hmm. and you directed your anger about that shit towards him. Yeah. You got him to lose a job, and congrats. You are the guy. This is what you're known for. Shane Gillis will be known as a great comedian for the rest of his life mm-hmm. by people that are good fans of you know comedy. Not say if Shane Gillis isn't your cup of tea, that's fine, too. But either way, he will like for the most part, Shane Gillis will be known as a good comedian at the very fucking least. Okay. Mm-hmm. Seth Simons, the bird poetry guy, will be like known for two things. He'll be known for the guy that got Shane Gillis fired. That's what he's remembered as, or the guy who does the shitty bird poetry video. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> yeah, and that Norm Macdonald, top five greatest comedians of all time, made fun of for that on Twitter. That can't fucking feel good. I don't give a fuck what Seth Simon says. If if he if he's gonna sit here and tell me that Norm Macdonald shitting on him doesn't sting a little bit, he's a fucking liar. He's a fucking liar. <laughs> that has to hurt. That has to hurt. And. Here's here's what bothers me too is I see this a lot on Twitter when people intentionally start something start some outrage about something they get upset about something and try to get somebody to lose their job here's something that kills me every time they knowingly go into this rabid fan they they, they attack somebody they know has a rabid fan base they attack them knowing goddamn well that they have a legion of fucking fans that will come to their defense on Twitter if you say some shit like that about them, right? They know that. They top about it anyway and type the most, like, uh, they, they, they type whatever they want to say about them, talking shit about them, and like that they're an asshole. Okay, let's just say they knowingly go in with knowing the rabid fan base saying Shane Gillis is an asshole. You know that guy has a rabid fan base. You type Shane Gillis is an asshole on Twitter where you know a bunch of his fans are going to see that. Yeah. Then you spend the next three days getting you know, a rabid fan base coming after you, calling you a, a fucking loser that is shitty at comedy, a failure, you fucking suck, blah, 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 all day. And then you're just like, ugh. I'm just so tired of this. Like, what did I do to fucking deserve this? Well, you know what you did. You know goddamn well when you did that that they have a rabid fan base. So I don't, I'm not buying this whole, uh, oh, guys, I'm just so tired of this. Get the fuck off Twitter then. Don't fucking do that. You know goddamn well what you did. (laughs) I fucking, I hate this dude. This dude sucks. If he didn't even do this, if I saw somebody do that at an open mic, I would be in the back going, boo, fuck this guy. And if like, (laughs) I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't do that for real. But if I went up after that, I would address that my whole fucking set. I'd be like, fuck my material. I had a whole new five minutes I'm going to do. We're talking about the bird poetry guy because that is some of the worst shit I've ever seen. He should be thrown in a fucking gulag for doing that. What's a gulag? It's a fucking prison camp. Oh. Um, but, ugh, this motherfucker. Ugh. It's just so fucking frustrating. Just the, the people like, they know what they're doing. They know what the fuck they're doing. This flu shot has me sleepy. That's cool. We're nearly done anyway. We're at 40 minutes. We'll do... Uh, you, do, do you have anything else you want to talk about? 
I want to say I think that was all. I can't think right now. Well, I'm look, and, and I feel crap. I know we're gonna get something to eat. Let's get through this episode real quick, though. Um, just got a couple more things. Um, well, you know, some of this we can save actually. Um, I do want to do those um episodes that I've been talking about that we have been like planning that y'all's like I always do it this time and then we never do it. Yeah, yeah. What's that? We need to write it. We need to write it down. I'm sorry to all y'all that we keep saying we're going to do this and that and this and that. And I don't then, think like, we ever told them about this, it, though. The music episode. We brought it up on here. Uh, I don't think we ever promised anything. But yeah, we need to do that soon. I wanted to do just like um, these relationship questions. Yeah. We didn't mention that to him. We're not making any promises it'll be like the next episode or even the next one, but we do want to do this. Uh, thing me and Dorian have been discussing that it will be really fun. I think. Yeah. I think y'all enjoy it. Uh, we just pour our fucking little hearts out for y'all guys, and y'all, we y'all, do. y'all get a little piece of us. I've got Nick to open up a lot more. About. I just feel like. No, I don't. I ain't gay. <laughs> I ain't some gay. I ain't some gay fag that does that. Our faggot. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen how Dorian just said that, uh, shaking her like, "Ah, uh, you are a faggot." <laughs> But no, I just mean about like being open because like when I first met you, you were just very, very private and I feel like you're, I don't know, you're more open. I'll say this. and I've Even ta- talking about the anxiety and stuff on the um, podcast. Well, yeah, I've always been open on the podcast, I feel like. Not on the episodes with you maybe, but like when it first started, the ones with- Oh, yeah, I don't know about your past. You're like, I didn't it's listen to any of that fucking garbage. No. Um... <laughs> No, what was I going to say, though? No, no, with you, though, I will say this in all confidence. I am more comfortable with you than anybody in the fucking world. Absolutely. Like, not even close. I'm smiling right now, you guys. You just can't see it. I'm I am. Like, I am more comfortable with you than anybody. Like, this, me fucking off and acting like a dickhead when, mm-hmm. when we're hanging out and stuff. I don't do that with anybody else. Yeah. Granted, I'm not really around anybody else anymore. I, I, I Back to this, actually. I have, we have got, maybe not we, I have mm-hmm. to break out of my shell more. Mm-hmm. And, because um, this is not healthy the way I live lately. The, the mm-hmm. past few months, like, yeah. just kind of a hermit. Like, I, yeah. I can't. I need to make myself get out. Like, and, and, and I always tell myself I'm going to do it, and then the time comes, and I'm like, eh, fuck like, it. Be. Like it. And I'm always like, it would just be easier to say fuck it and not do it. Yeah. But I have to be like, no, motherfucker, you're going to go do it, and you're going to like it, too. We're not the only people that are like that, though. Cause like no, I, said, I know. I talk to my coworkers about some of this stuff, because people always ask me. It kind of pisses me off in a way. I guess I can talk about this, even though I said I was done talking. No, no, let's keep... But, um, all my coworkers are always like, girl, you know, we need to do this and do that. We need to go out this weekend. We need to get out that damn house and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what would you do when you all? You just stay in the house and blah, blah, blah. Bitch, I am tired from working. Yeah, like, yeah. y'all work eight hours. I work 10. You know what? And I also have lupus. So if I'm tired yeah. and I'm I want to go you. out, I don't have to. Yeah. One of my good friends there, her and her husband basically have the same routine we do. Her husband drops her off. He picks her up. They go home and they have like a zoo of animals in their house. Like a zoo of them. And when I talk to her about this stuff, she'll be like, well, I enjoy being at home. Like I do too. But when I say I want to go out, the thing that limits me as far as like going out with other people besides you, my sister is my best friend besides you. 
she has two kids, one of them being a baby, and she works her butt off all the time. So we can't go out like that. My friends all have kids and they're married. They can't go out like that. So for me, when I say going out, I mean a movie, dinner. Yeah. Like I want to go to Dave and Buster's one day with you. Um, That's like, goals, you know. <laughs> That's a good goal to No, because I've never been. If the Kickstarter gets to $1,000 a month, we'll go to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> but even when you brought up the whole bar thing, like I think we should do more stuff like this. Here's what I think we should do, too. Me and you need to get out and do stuff more. But, like, you know, I got a few friends I don't really hang out with anymore. And, you know, you should. there should be times where you're like, hey, if you want to, you go out with your friends. And I'll I go, never say you can't do I know, it, though. I know you don't say that. I'm, I don't ever... Think about doing it. I feel like it. sometimes you feel that way, though. No. Because a lot of people have asked me since I've gotten into this relationship. They're like, oh, you don't do this anymore. You don't do that anymore. It's because y'all don't. And furthermore, it takes money they don't. to do all this stuff also. Yeah, like, but I'm not like in a shell just because I'm in a relationship. It means, oh, I can't hang out with anybody else. Like, Oh, I'm not saying that, that, that you don't allow me to do anything. I know you do. Like, I'm just saying I don't ever think to be like, hey, I'm going to go hang out with Wade and we're gonna go. We're gonna go do something. We're gonna go like to Paramount and play video games or some shit. Which, by the way, I, I, I they got like an old arcade there. Like uh, Paramount fucking rules. Why are you doing stuff at all? Usually I know you, you don't. are the one that doesn't want to stay away from me. I know. I know. I'm saying I gotta be better about it. I'm, I'm not saying you don't let me do anything. That's obviously not. You're like not overbearing in the fucking least. Um, I'm just saying, I don't ever think of the option like, hey, you know, I might just go hang out with Wade or Jack or, you know, somebody. Uh, and it, it, sorry if I left anybody out. <laughs> it's, but, you know, uh, uh, if y'all ever want to hang out, let me know. <laughs> I need fucking friends, I guess. But yeah, and I don't know. I feel like as you get older and stuff, also, like a lot of this stuff is not. This is what I feel like. Society has like a set plan a set diagram a set goal a set blueprint of how people should be in their lives how i feel is that when you get older a lot of that stuff when it's far when it comes to like hanging out with your friends all the time every day and like a lot of the stuff you did in your younger days you just can't really do it anymore at least for me personally i just don't have the time and when i get off work that's where all of my energy has went like, okay, days that I'm off, yeah, but the schedule that I have, I'm off on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Everybody I know is at work on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Then when they want for me to hang out, it's on Friday and Saturday. I'm tired. Yeah. I don't feel like it. And I don't feel like just because, you know, we're a certain age, we have to be, like, in the club and just doing this and doing that. Like, this is my life. I like my life. I don't like having lupus and being sick. But I yeah. mean, for the most part... I'm okay with my life. Yeah, I am too. Um, I uh, I don't like people who judge what other people are always doing or what they should be doing. I don't either. Uh, it, it, I don't know. I also, um, I don't know what it is about me hitting record on this fucking thing, but as soon as I do, motherfucker gonna call. Do I have an idea of who it was? Yeah, I know. You know exactly who the fuck it was. Um... But yeah, I think we can wrap it up now. Um, guys, thank you for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, y'all are the only reason we do this, like Patreon episodes anyways, because mm -hmm. we want to put shit out for you guys. This is for the people, baby. We love doing it. 
this has been fun. Mm-hmm. Like we 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 hadn't sat down in here and just sat down recording a few weeks. You know, yeah. me and you. And I feel like this is a good one. This was fun. We mm-hmm. we started. What's good about this is it's been so long since me and you kind of sat down and did it. We kind of just really okay, just shot the shit and we did yeah we didn't really get yeah. into anything i wanted to talk about so that means <laughs> like that'll save some time for next time you know we yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get another hot flames one out for you. you'll be able to hit mm-hmm. the hear the fucking uh ball hit the mid on the next one it's just gonna be <laughs> throwing strike after strike but <laughs> the strike will be against the opposing team not against us okay we're gonna be hitting the we're gonna be hitting fucking oh, grand right. slams <laughs> bases loaded you're going to be up at bat. Knock it out of the park, Grand Slam. I wonder if I can hear this that's going on outside. Nah, probably not. <laughs> I thought, you know, I thought these mics would pick shit like that up when I first started recording. Mm-hmm. And I heard my neighbor's stupid dog uh, fucking barking, but you can't. Mm-hmm. And I'd be okay. like, God, I'd, I'd be like, God, I'm sorry about this fucking dog in the background. And then I'd be editing it and listen mm-hmm. to it. And you couldn't even fucking you hear have the dog. Some awesome equipment here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say that? Why do you say anything that you say? I was being funny, bitch. I know, but it's just I, I, I'm not used to you being funny. You're usually a fucking wet blanket. Fuck you. Wow. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. You're very funny. You're one of the funniest people I know. Don't be mad at me, please, please, please. <laughs> oh, guys. By the way, uh, I saw that uh, that PlayStation Store has PS2 games on it now. Found a couple on there today to play. I uh, got the Warriors and Bully on there. On my, I downloaded to my PlayStation now. I played the Warriors. A video of that will be dropping on the Patreon. Uh, either it'll be on there by the time this is out, and if it's not, it'll be up soon after this. Um, and uh, I have never played Bully. I played a little bit of the Warriors today. That's a good ass game. Not it's not super familiar with the movie actually. I know I'm a movie buff, but the Warriors never got super into it. Every time I watched it, it was kind of like not paying much attention to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh made me want to uh, watch the movie, and it, uh, it's a really good game. Really fucking cool. But yeah, uh, look out for that. Some videos of me playing video games again, and then, you know, I guess just stay tuned and uh, until next time. Stay tuned. Bye. Bye, baby. Bye. <laughs>